audience, thank you for coming. Please, take a seat. Master will be with you shortly. And please, enjoy the all-October Halloween. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt All-October Halloween. This evening, we've got yet another special guest. Nancy, who we got? Who we got? Nancy, tell us who we got. We have Patty Mack. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Sarah is also on microphone one with me tonight, and we are going to be discussing paranormal investigation and other types of investigation, because, for example, I think a paranormal investigation with the gizmos and gasma- gadgets, right? Being a Ghostbusters fanboy from a little boy, you, you like the gasmo- the the things that show it not only spiritually, but scientifically, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you can, like... There's a lot of hooey out there that you have to filter through first before you get to proper paranormal investigation. And we think we have someone who can help us through that. So, And people require proof. Yeah. Yeah, because our logical mind says if we can't see it, we can't feel it, we can't touch it, we have to be able to prove it. So that's why they have all those gadgets out there that really do work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of them are like magnetic fields. Other ones are... Um, the REM pod, the REM pod, the temperatures, the sh- the shadow boxes, all that kind of stuff. Like there's there's some some crazy technology going on nowadays with those kind of things. And now even with our cameras today, like your camera can pick up spirits because spirits are just right there. It's just our human eye cannot see them. So you have a, a camera, even a cell phone camera, can sometimes you pick stuff up and you're like, oh, is that real? And then you have half of the people saying it is and half of the people saying it isn't. So, yeah. Nancy, you'll have to let me know if Tim shows up tonight because I've been looking for him. Okay. So, Sarah, you have any questions you want to throw? Well, hang on, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Before we start, why don't we let Patty talk about kind of what she does? Um, cause there's an array of things that she does. No pressure, Patty, no <laughs> pressure. <laughs> so what I actually do is I'm a medium, so I connect with people on the other side and I give messages from spirit. Um, but I also find that, um, the more I learn, the less I know. So I'm always studying some new form of like paranormal, supernatural, I do tarot cards. I do lots of investigations, um, past life regressions, um, uh, dowsing, crystal clearing. Uh, I'm Native American, so I do a lot of smudging, do a lot of ceremonies. And um, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff um, just recently. So um, somebody gave me a phone. And I took the phone home and it was dead. It was dead for, uh, I guess, three years. Anyways, I collect phones and I bring them to Cuba with me because they can't afford phones. So I took the phone home. Um, I'm like, I have to buy a charger for it. I put it on the floor. And then three days later, so I lost my son uh, six years ago, October 10th. And he left at 4 a.m. in the morning. Okay, so three days later, the phone is on my floor in the bedroom. And then it starts making, I took a video. So it starts making this horn sound. Like it was crazy. This, and it was, I was like, oh my God. So I'm looking all around. I didn't know it was the phone. And I said to Kevin, where's that noise coming from? Kevin's my other son. He's like, I don't know. I said, it must be outside. I looked, it was the phone. I was like, oh, that's so strange because it's dead, right? So then I turn around and um, the next day I was upstairs and then the phone starts going off and it starts saying it's 4 a.m. It's 4 a.m. That was spirit trying to give me a message. So then every like three minutes, the phone would go off and it would say it's 4 a.m. But it's dead. The screen is dead and there's no power. So I took the phone and I put it out in my truck because I'm like, I'm not listening to this. Like, no fucking way am I going to listen to this thing. So I go to sleep that night. And uh, at 4 a.m., all of the smoke detectors in the house started going off. Like, like we have like five, uh, four levels and there's a smoke detector. So 4 a.m., they all went off and it was like, it sounded exactly like the phone. So I jump out of bed and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they flash the lights. So my son goes downstairs with the broom and pushes the button to shut the smoke detectors off. And then the next night... 
I'm sleeping, 4 a.m., they all start going off again. So then I went down and pulled the plug. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this again. I need sleep. Okay, it's bad any, enough. I any get fire chiefs out there listening, it, it, don't, don't come for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so spirits give us all kinds of messages. We just have to listen. You know, I was just uh, away for a week. And when I go away, I don't bring any change with me because, I mean, they don't accept Canadian change there. And I was in the bathroom. I got a shower and I looked and right on top of the uh, counter was a dime. So and lots of people know spirits will leave you dimes mm -hmm. or money or feathers. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I find that um, there's so much proof. Um, for me, anyways, there's so much proof. People can disbelieve all they want. I know I have my opinion formed, um, being like a recovering Catholic and just devolving into the, the paranormal and the spiritual. Um, yeah, there's just too much proof to deny it. So now I have no smoke detector and the <laughs> damn phone is in the car because I'm afraid to bring it in the house. It has not went off since I locked it in my truck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to ask if it's gone off since. But. No, it's in the truck. Yeah. It's dead, though. How could it go off? Yeah. I'll show you the video. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's just crazy. Maybe we can get you to send us the video. We'll stick it on oh, yeah, the Facebook yeah. page. We, yeah. we do like to stick up extra content, too. So Yeah. And yeah, I was just like, what stuff. is going on here? So, yeah, it's a little, the way things work in uh, the paranormal world, it's like, you know what? When there's a message, there's a message. Even like doing investigations and stuff like that. Um, I'm usually the person who does the walkthrough before the investigation begins. And then I pick up any spirits. Um, I used to work with a guy. I can't even remember what his name was. Anyways, he would gather all the information. I would go and do the walkthrough. I would give him the information. We would do the investigation and then he would confirm the information afterwards. Right. So, yeah. I know sometimes I get small messages from like my grandparents. Um, the other day I got out of my car. And I could smell the scent of my grandmother, and I haven't smelt that since the day River was born. And her scent is so distinctive that we've done the same detergent, the same fabric softener, and we've never been able to to duplicate it. So I know it was her, and I and it was at my workplace. So she's never been there. I didn't start working there till two months before she passed. So I got out of the car, and I'm like, "Oh, hi, Grandma," <laughs> you know. And I was fine. I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't know why she was there with me that day, but. You just know, yeah. you know, you absolutely do know. And you know what? Spirits don't uh, like they're just right there. So like when I'm doing a reading for somebody, you know, I can like, um, well, I can't do anything. I just listen and then I talk. So they'll tell me something that happened to this person like the day before. But they don't say it like, oh, this happened. They say, say this. So then I say it. And then, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, my God, how do you know that? Like I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything. I'm just here to deliver the message. And that's it. But it's because spirits, it's like um, connecting with the other side is like, um, it's like looking through a really foggy glass. And I believe at one point, every single person had this ability and kids, <laughs> especially young kids, they have the ability to see spirits, to feel spirits. Um, it's just that we get so caught up in bills and work and everything that we forget about what we're truly supposed to do, right? Well, they also say that the clef on our lip is from the angel shushing us so that we don't tell the secrets of the other side. So I actually, you know, when we get over there, we all have to work, eh? Which is fucking bullshit, if you ask me. Oh, great. But whatever. But um, doing a lot of meditation and stuff, um, when before we're reborn, um, here we drink tea. Um, and it makes us forget. That's why we have deja vus. So when we have a deja vu, it's because we're in that place with that person and we're supposed to be learning something from them. So, and sometimes we're a little stupid like myself and we just don't learn that fast. So we have a lot of deja vus. <laughs> That's how it goes. So <coughs> I also feel that um, two spirits can connect, like uh, communicate with each other without the people being dead. So, for example, um, 
at my place when I was younger, um, I had a couple friends over. My brother had a couple friends over. My sister had a couple friends over. We're talking like nine kids all yelling, screaming in a three-bedroom house, right? <coughs> all of a sudden, I have this really strong urge to run up the stairs and see where my mom is. I came up behind her just as a mirror is uh, probably about the size of that square there is tipping towards her and about to fall on her head. She was trying to put it up and she was losing it. She's petite like yourself, right? So she was just losing grip. I come up behind her and I just took my one hand and slammed it up against the wall. And she's like, where the hell did you come from? I didn't even have enough strength to scream. All I could do was Matthew. And you came running when there's no way you heard me downstairs with nine kids around. How did you know I needed you? I'm like, I don't know. I just felt that I had to go and I had to go right now. Yeah. Like I never ran up the stairs so fast and I didn't know why. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the other side saying you better save your mother. Yeah. 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 Not even sure. knowing it. And it's like, go now. Yeah. Okay. And I'm playing video games. I'm like 10, 12 years old Not playing video games. I don't give a shit. Controller down and I'm gone. Like I, I it was, it's hard to explain. It's like. Someone, someone kind of like turned you on and made you do things just because you had to right then. Yeah. And, and weird feeling, weird feeling. Like, but you don't forget, you don't forget that crap either. No. I think we all have a level of clairvoyance. It's just whether or not we're accepting enough to tap into it. Yeah. You know, I knew that before I called Nancy and just smudged the hell out of my house because I'm like, oh, there's something bad here. This was, what, 2019, I think it was, that you did it. 2018 or 2019, I can't remember. And, sorry, are you talking when we did, like, the full... Yeah. Yeah, I think it was about then. Yeah. And I'm like, I could just feel that negative energy. And he didn't really feel it at first, but he felt it when it was gone. He's like, you're right, there was something bad here. Because now I feel, like, you said you felt better. But he didn't grasp it. But I think it's because that energy was so connected to me. And the stuff that Nancy told me, that he, she she may have known me since we were 11, but she doesn't know me that well. And she picked up on so much things, like so many things that I never told her that she wouldn't have known. That creeped me out that night. That creeped me out that too. That creeped me out But I also night. felt better. But we sent him to my aunt. <laughs> so. Which made you feel fantastic. Well, when my cousin found out, she's like, he's like, don't tell my mom. I'm like... Well, maybe we should so she can get her house smudged and get rid of him because obviously he's causing shit there. And he was slamming doors and opening <coughs> closets and drawers and stuff at her place. He wasn't doing that stuff here. He was more or less voyeuristic here. Yeah, but see, you said get him out. You didn't say, like, get him and not put him somewhere else. <laughs> I didn't think of it. In my defense, I didn't think of it. And sometimes when we have a, a spirit like that who's disruptive, it's because of the way they left and they weren't ready to leave. Yeah, you my dad pulled I mean? the plug on him. Yeah, yeah, so he just wasn't ready to leave and he was angry. No, nah, there's a more to it, but um, he was not a good person. Yeah. And he did some things that he never got a chance to do to myself. And Nancy said... What is it that he said? Um, oh, he he said that you were his unfinished business. The one that got away. The one that got away, that's right. Because yeah. he never got a chance. And that freaked me out. And I think I burst into tears as soon as you said that. Because I was like, oh, my God. Because I was not thinking that it was that person. Like my, my step-grandfather. Yeah, because like, like you said, when you read somebody, you're like, okay, this just popped in my head. So I'm just going to tell you it. And I have no idea what the hell it meant. It meant. And then you're like, oh, my God. And I was like what I say. <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, after she finished reading me and we smudged the house and you had a hell of a time getting him out. Yeah. And, but you did. After that, we sat down and I told you everything and you were just mind blown. Yes. <laughs> so you've done a good job with her. <laughs> no, I have to ask you, what do you do for work? Are you me? work with old people? I have a lot of old people in my building. I yeah. am a security guard and oh. 60 to 70% of the building's older. Because you have very nurturing energy. So when we have nurturing energy, sometimes it draws in those crazy spirits too, eh? Yeah. You know, and as somebody leaves and you're safe to them in the physical world, so then they'll start to follow you around. I have spirits follow me all the time and my kids, my grandkids. I, I know from an experience years ago, I was sitting in the lobby at work 
And an older man used to walk through every morning with his coffee, go out for a smoke and go, hey, morning, champ, and go out the back door. Friendly guy. He died um, many years ago. And I'm sitting there one day, and I hear champ in my ear, and I could smell coffee. And then I heard the door slam, but the door never opened. And I'm like, morning, Barry. Like, it was just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, you're here. You said hi. That's great. I wasn't freaked out. You know, why would I be? I was more freaked out last night at work. To be honest with you. We need to know what happened last night. <laughs> so much shit was going on. Like there was um solar eclipse yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah. So there was I I kept seeing things on the cameras move, but the box wouldn't light up. So when I go back to check it, I couldn't check it to see if there was actually somebody there. But I could see it. And then I kept hearing bangs coming from the garbage room, but there's nobody in there. Because I have cameras in there, right? There's nobody in there. <laughs> and then some, like I felt my chair roll back, but I was stationary. And I'm like, some, it felt like somebody just pulled the chair back. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I have told you before, I've seen shadow people in the garage. And I'm like, and I just ignore them because that's what you've told me to do. Or you've advised other people to ignore shadow people. Yeah, they're not good shadow people. No. So I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. I'm just, and then my newspaper guy walked in. He's like, why do you look so freaked out? I'm like, this building is fucking haunted. <laughs> And he's like, are you on something tonight? What kind of drugs are you taking? Because you got to share. <laughs> well, if you think about it, even just in the time you've been there, you've probably had like hundreds, probably. It, uh, even the ones you don't know about, like, because there's got to be, right? So. Like, people yeah. have died in the building. Like, people have died in the building, but a lot of people have died outside of the building, but have a deep connection. Like, Barry, he didn't die at the building. He died at Joseph Brandt. Um, but he has that, con- he had that connection to the building at the time. His wife was still there. So, and now she's not, she's, she went to a nursing home a couple of years ago, but so he has that connection to the building and he was a very prominent figure in that building. Like everybody knew him. So he, he was deeply connected and I'm assuming a lot of the other spirits that are there are the same way. They either died there or they were just deeply connected to it. Yeah, and people sometimes stay where they're comfortable. That's where you get into the whole heaven versus hell. And I really believe that um, the spirits on the other side, their heaven is to stick close to their loved ones, right? Yeah. I mean, why would they want to go like so far away um, so that they don't ever see you again? They stay very close, you know, because they want us to um, feel that comfort. And I mean technically we're not even really supposed to grieve we're supposed to be happy that they're gone on to the next level right but it's really hard when you're so attached to people oh yeah you know like the night river was born i was by myself i couldn't move because i had a cesarean and they brought her in because she was a little fussy so put her skin to skin she calmed down but then i was getting sleepy and i was starting to panic like what do i do i don't want to roll on her i don't want to drop her and then i felt my grandmother's presence and i could smell her and even though it was already cold outside, I felt extra cold and that temperature changed. And I felt the bed kind of like somebody was sitting on the bed and then it's like, Oh, push the button, call the nurses. After that, I hadn't felt her at all. I figured she's in my daughter. Her spirit is in my daughter because river has never met her. Um, it was almost, it was about 10 years, almost well, nine and a half years since she had passed when river was born. And then I didn't feel her again until just recently just recently yeah yeah so tell us about how you originally got into the the paranormal and the afterlife and so i was i was actually born like this i just wrote a book well i wrote the book a while ago and just published it my whole family is like this um uh It's just that um, I was the one who was, I'm like the black sheep, which I'm sure you guys all are too, in the family. (laughs) The one who can't shut it off. The one One who was always (laughs) (laughs) always searching, you know. And when I was uh, about 15, maybe 16, I went to see, uh, and back then, I mean, this was like 30 years ago. I'm aging myself. Maybe it was 10 years ago. No. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I went to see this woman and it was in Sydney, Nova Scotia. And she was like, so good. Well, that's what everybody said. And it was expensive back then too. I think it was like $10. So I'm like, I can't afford $10. And she's like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm like, you're crazy. You know? And then she told me what to do. So I had to order a tarot deck from, uh, 
um, a place in the United States called Llewellyn. So I ordered my deck and then I brought them home. And then, I don't know, it just seemed so quick. It was like all of a sudden I was working with uh, the police with missing people. And like I was just doing all this stuff that I really didn't understand enough to do it. And it was very scary. Um, so then I kind of stopped and then I kind of went in and out of it for a little while. And now I do it full time. Yeah, I do it. And it's like the visions are always there. It doesn't matter where I'm at in the world, if there's a spirit or if somebody has something wrong with them and I'm not a doctor or healthcare prof professional, <laughs> but I see the energy around their body. And then I say, I, don't, I never say you're going to die. I say, maybe you should go and get checked or, you know, you have some issues here with your shoulder or, you know what I mean? Like as soon as I sat down next to Nancy, I felt all this pain in my back. And I don't have any pains because I just like, I'm forever youthful. I know. <laughs> so I felt it and I was like, what the fuck? It's going to be a long night. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've done this for a long time off and on and now I do it full time. Um, I get all kinds of crazy requests from people. I have people that like call me because they're being attacked by spirits and it's very, it's very valid. Um, and sometimes it's connected to drugs. Um, if they have drug issues, they open up their, their aura is broken. So it's, it's more likely to have the spirits come in and, and do stuff. So they've, they're not crazy. They've broken their defenses. Yeah. They're yeah. not crazy. When we use drugs or alcohol, um, or a spirit is apparently separated. It's like if we do it, you know, regularly, um, our spirit is apparently separated from our body. So we're more likely to be susceptible, vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. That's the word. That's an easier word to say. I find my abilities work more when I've had a couple. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's the scary part. Like the, they're for the most part off right now, mm. but I'll have like three four beer mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like i'm seeing people just walk past i'm like okay yeah yeah all you're... right it's on now because it's dropped my uh my social defenses yeah 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 i know why you don't drink <laughs> i thought it was because you were crazy <laughs> yeah so Are yeah you drinking at the party or what oh you, you gotta find a dd or something we gotta get you going it's funny yeah Lots of shit. Oh, you haven't been to one, eh? I have not. Oh, we got to get you to the Halloween party for sure. For sure, for sure. Oh. This is technically Nancy's second bring a friend to podcast day. Yeah. Just mentioning, you know, it's we're tr we're trying to get more guests going instead of us just, you know, lazy schlubs talking about stuff that we don't technically understand fully, you know. It's good to bring in someone with uh a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more um experience and insight into the different matters, right? So you said you were working with police. Mm -hmm. Was it just missing persons, or did they have like, like helping you helping them find like locate bodies and stuff too? So I can only find somebody if they're gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sometimes, I mean, now I it happens more regularly than people imagine. But sometimes the family will contact me. Sometimes the police um, when somebody's gone missing. There was a young man. Um, I can't say where he was from. He went missing anyways. This was recently. Um, and one of the family members had called me and I said, he's going to be found three and seven and he's going to be found face down in the water on an Island. Um, and then I did a reading for his mother and she had, uh, confirmed that he was found, um, the third month, the seventh day, and he was found face down in an uh, in the water, surrounded by rocks on an island. Yeah. So, but that's the stuff that you don't talk about because I mean I'm talking about it now because it's important to understand that you know this is not the things that um, you get paid for. Yeah. This is not the things that you advertise to people. It's just that this is a part of being um, gifted, I guess. Is and somebody like, asking for help. Yeah, directly. somebody asking for help. Yeah. So it's like if they call and they say, "I need your help because so and so has gone missing." Um, then I make sure no matter how busy I am that I take time that day to actually FaceTime them or call them or connect with them. Mm -hmm. And then I had another one probably uh, two weeks ago. 
she had um, messaged me on Facebook. She said the guy that she's working with had gone missing. He was gone for 48 hours, and she was sure something bad had happened to him. And I said, he's going to turn up today mm-hmm. because I know whether they're alive or dead. They're easier to find if they're dead. Yeah, unfortunately. Because then I connect with their yeah. spirits, yeah. Has any spirit that you have found ever told you how they ended up that way? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And has yeah. it been confirmed through police evidence? And stuff um, like that too? Well, you know what? I, so or do you just keep that to yourself? I just keep it to myself because some, so like when somebody dies horribly or tragically, I feel their death. Right. Yeah. So it's just something. And, and, and if it's somebody that was really loved, um, I mean, a lot of people really loved when they die, but sometimes like if it's a mother that lost their child, then I sometimes cry for like three or four days Oh, easy, because right? it's so difficult because I have to carry their grief until they're actually found. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and people go missing so often. It's crazy. Plus there's that misconception too surrounding psychics and mediums that help police work. They think, oh, you know, they might be connected to the actual crime too. If you know too much, it could be considered guilt knowledge and you don't want to Get yourself into that trap. And then there's also the skeptics out there like, oh, they're just, you know, edging yeah. their way into the it investigation. It was a lucky guess. No, yeah. motherfucker. It wasn't a lucky exactly. guess. I don't know anything. Maybe You for think s- I want to be bored like this? No. Maybe <laughs> for some, like, self-proclaimed yeah. psychics and mediums, they they will do that. And it takes advantage of the families of the victims and, and police as well. But like you said, you don't charge for that. No, and, and that shows the validity of it. Yeah, and you know what I do too is I always say to them, even when I'm doing a reading, don't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell me anything. We let the other side do all the work. In situations like that, I usually like I just tap in and I say, "This is what I'm getting." And then there's other cases like there was a case last year, um, a guy, and um, they've never found him. I know for sure he's gone. Um, but like I tapped into his energy. I did a reading with three of his family members. He's gone 100%. Yeah. But like, there's no trace of him. So, and sometimes that happens, right? You know, maybe they're not aware of where they are to tell you. No, it's sometimes maybe they made that connection over to the other or have already started their next life or. So I, this guy in particular, because it's been so frustrating, sometimes I see where he is, but I can't go there and look. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just not accessible. You can't so, astro project yourself there for whatever reason. I don't like leaving my body. That shit scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Once you stick the landing, you're good, though. <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of a walk-in? <laughs> Oh, my God. So if you get a walk-in, you're only attached, your soul is only attached to your body by a silver thread. And you have some walk-in that you get into a fight with, and they jump into your soul. And all of a sudden, you're like, what the fuck? I'm stuck in the astral plane. (laughs) And somebody else is running my life for me. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not happening. I like my life. (laughs) I guess I've gotten lucky, though. I have a question. So how long after somebody passes are you are they able to make contact? It's actually a really good question. So, uh, and it's so cuz it varies from person to person. Um if somebody's old and they're prepared to leave, um they come in right away. I did a reading last week um with a woman and I was talking about her uncle. I was giving evidence and I said Because there's no time over there. People don't have watches or anything, right? So I said, he's saying that he's been gone for like seven. So I don't know if it's seven years or seven months. And she says, seven days. We haven't even had his funeral yet. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. But normally a spirit will stick around for like five to ten days until they adjust to their spirit life. Um, And then our belief system in our culture is the first year, um, they stay close to home, so you'll get lots of signs like flickering lights and feathers and smells. I, I think in Buddhism, uh, the funeral slash celebration is about nine days long. Yeah, and we then do. they have a big finale, and then the tenth day. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we do, and then um, what happens is. Um, uh, they'll stick around. And then on the one-year anniversary, we usually do a feast um, to send them into the afterlife so they can start to work over there, you know? Um, 
my grandmother's probably pissed that we didn't give her a feast after eating. <laughs> you know, she would have been like, make me something with condensed milk. She loved sweet <laughs> condensed milk. She would literally make any recipe that had it. And then she would lick the can. It's so good, though. How could she not? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to buy a can of condensed milk on the way home and eat it with a spoon. Yeah, my grandmother would do that. (laughs) Mm, Yummies. (laughs) And coconut. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got cookies somewhere. What kind of cookies? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask Igor. Anyway, um, you'll meet him later. Uh, yeah, so, oh, what do I want to know? Or do I have a question? I'm not sure if I do. Do you have one, Nancy? I do. Um, what is the most scariest experience you've had when you've done investigations? Oh, my God. I've had a lot of them. <laughs> so I'll tell you, um, the graveyard down by Dundurn, it's apparently very, very haunted. Um, so, and it wasn't an investigation. We were doing a walkthrough, me and a few other people, just because I wanted to find out if it was as bad as what people had said it was. So we were walking through and, um, anyways, I stood there and I felt this little boy beside me and like, I felt like he was touching me and I was like, oh my God, there's like a little boy here. So I put something on the ground. Um, I said, because it was dark, I said, when we come back in the daytime, I can't even remember what it was. I want to find it and I want to confirm the, um, like, the, that there was a boy. This was before the cell phone flashlights, by the way. Anyway, so then we were standing there and all of a sudden we heard somebody blowing gum, like blowing bubbles with their gum and popping it. And we were the only people there. I never ran so fast in all my life. (laughs) I was scared to death, but I've had lots of, um, lots of very scary paranormal stuff happen where you're grabbed or you're choked by a spirit that's not happy. Um, you know, stuff like that. And then sometimes we'll go on an investigation and um, nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. So just because people are saying that um, this is happening, I had a place that was around here. Actually, I'll tell you one on K Street. That was a scary, a scary, scary thing. Uh, K Street, um, if you look up the history, there's a lot of history there. Um, anybody who moves, moved onto that street at one point um, had met with tragedy. Okay, so um, what happened was a few people had called me. I brought down a medicine man from up in Aquasasne, and we went in to clean the whole street. And I'm going to tell you, I had nightmares, and I had things in my house for months afterwards. Residuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's and he showed me how to like close doorways. Um, so what happened was there was a lot of stuff happened. I guess during the war. And um, there was lots of doorways opened and like people would move in and they would try to have babies and they couldn't or somebody would become addicted to drugs or they'd end up divorced. It was just a crazy like the whole street was messed up. Most of the people that were there are not there anymore. Um, But that was a that was a horrible, horrible investigation. And it went on for more than just a day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. So. Shortly after I got my new job, which is made way more beneficial in every way, right? Better hours, better pay, benefits, uh, working environment, location. It's better in every way, across the board. Better people, all that kind of stuff. Shortly after that, I felt my grandfather no longer being present, as if he was like, okay, now I can go. Mm-hmm. And I think that was only... Three, four months ago? Yeah, because he knew you didn't need him anymore. Yeah. I was very, my grandmother raised me. I was very close to her, like you with your grandmother. And I had lots of struggles in my life. Anyways, and before she left, she had said to me, um, it was in March. I went down to see her. She was in the hospital. And she said, I'm leaving in June because people know when they're going to leave too, right? I said, what do you mean you're leaving in June? She's like, I'm leaving in June. You don't need me anymore. Yeah. And then she left June uh, June the 14th, I believe, like 10 years ago. I can't even believe it's been 10 years. And it's only like you when there's something 
um, crazy about to happen in my life, like losing my son, that I felt her. I smelt bread, smelled homemade bread. And then I knew, or lilacs. And then I had another situation where, um, I don't know if I should talk about this. Yeah. So yeah, um, when I lost when I lost my son, um, we lost his girlfriend the next day. Okay. So um, what happened was I was going to meet up with the mother um, because there was a whole investigation, the whole nine yards. Right. I was going to meet up with the mother. Um, I lived in Mount Hope at that time in that old farmhouse, that old creepy fucking haunted farmhouse. Anyways. I should start with, uh, if you know what a forerunner is, it's like when you see an apparition and it's a warning you oh, or something. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, so anyways, we were having a party, not really a party. We were having a barbecue and my son used to come up every weekend and spend the weekend with me. And this weekend he didn't come up for whatever reason. So my ex at the time, he says, uh, it, we were out on the front step. It was a veranda like this. It was nice, you know. And he says, oh, my God, I just seen Ashton walking down the hall with a red shirt on. And I said, you're crazy. He didn't come up this weekend because he'd drive his bike up to Mount Hope, right? Yeah. And um, so then I went in. I checked the house. I called him. He's like, no, I'm at home. So that was his, that was the forerunner. Then on May 7th, a bird flew into the window, a robin, um, and died. Um, my son's birthday was May 7th. Okay. Oh. So then, um, and I knew when I had him, when he was 25, I was going to lose him. So when he turned 25, the anxiety, I even told my sister in the hospital, I'm only going to have him for 25 years. So I have to make every minute count. But of course I didn't because I'm fucking crazy, right? Um, so- Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. So then after it all happened, we lost him. We lost his girlfriend. And um, I was going to meet up with the mother um, that night. So I have these two blue jays. And I've never seen blue jays in that area. I have these two blue jays. And they're fucking squawking. And they're trying to get in the house. And they're at the front door. And they're loud, right? Have you ever heard of blue jay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was trying to get into the window. The two of them, they were trying to get into the house. I was like, oh, my God. That's so crazy. Like, what the fuck do these birds want? So I go meet with the mother. And I tell her about the blue jays and she goes like this and shows me she got blue birds tattooed the day before for oh get the fuck out of town swear to god wow i have all kinds of weird shit happen to me (laughs) that's awesome i hope we can keep that because because that's a good story i I like that that that's well it's not good but it's like a holy crap moment yeah yeah yeah. um my grandfather used to and it's funny that you mentioned blue jays. I never just, I just put two and two together now, actually. Um, my grandfather used to feed a blue jay at his house. And he'd put a peanut down on the, like, the newel post of the fence. And the blue jay would come and swoop down and he'd clap or whatever. Right? My grandfather loved freaking animals. We never really saw blue jays here when we moved here until after he died. And he also, when he was in the Navy, had bluebirds tattooed on his chest. His hat. His hat. hat that hat was so in your face, dis- like not disgusting blue, but like blue, right? Blue. Almost offensive blue. It was so bright, <laughs> like it, it was if it was like his entire beacon was just through yeah. that blue hat. You know? I don't know if he's still here, but River used to see him all the time. Like he died when she was fourteen months old, and she has a picture of him in the house in her room. And actually, he's wearing that hat in that picture. Um, and she would, I'd often walk in and she'd be staring at the closet, not at the picture, but at the, in the closet. And she'd be just, yep, 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 that beaking away in her little baby battle or babble or toddler babble. And I'd be like, who are you talking to? She'd go, Grandpa Great. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I leave it. Yeah. Because like, he was the best. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, but she hasn't really mentioned it lately. That's because she got over the age of three. Most of that has turned off and gone into dormant until she starts practicing with it again. It's the, like, I saw them when I was younger, like when I was really, really young. But being a child, and like I said, of the Ghostbuster era, you know, 
my dad obviously didn't have a Ghostbuster gun, but my dad was a hunter and he had rifles on the wall. So, you know, a kid in his imagination goes, well, I'm safe from the ghosts because my dad's got guns on the wall and he'll protect me, right? So that let me go to sleep at night. But like, as I've gotten older, no, just... Unless I'm drinking, like I said, and then it goes, it turns back on for the night. and Yeah. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Uh, I've had Charlie horses that could wake the dead. See, you need um, magnesium for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, no magnesium. Um, I've had times where it felt like the energy of my soul wasn't quite lined up with my body yet and i had to wait a couple extra minutes like i was awake mentally but like i hadn't turned the ignition on the car yet i was still getting in i guess if you want to you know like if if i can explain it that way you know it makes sense it's like you were out of your body and then you woke up and it's like you're waiting for the rest of your soul to get back in there yeah yeah Yeah, i'm pulling in that second leg reaching for the seat belt before i turn the damn thing on you know make sure the radio set so if you look up the old hag syndrome they actually did it's an actual study they did um on sleep paralysis and it's it's scary i've suffered from sleep paralysis for years um and at one point when i was about maybe 13 maybe 12 I literally felt this woman trying to pull me out of my body. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, if you look up the old hag syndrome. She was I'm trying to fist you, fight you. She wanted my fucking body. Like, yeah, who she could want, blame her? <laughs> she wanted to give her another go around the block. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and it's terrifying. It's like the only thing you can do is you wiggle your baby finger, but a lot of people suffer from it, and most people don't talk about it. I've never had it. I've heard of it. I've asked or projected, though, like three times in my life. Fuck that. And it's so <laughs> strange because um, the one was freaky. It was here in this house. And our cat, our kitten had just died. He was nine months. And my, his friend Peter was here looking after River because I, I work nights. He was working. So he comes, he'll sit with her when she was really little and, you know, just be there in case she needs something. Let me get a couple extra hours sleep. And I woke up and I saw the cat. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Kylo. And I went to pick him up, but he wasn't Kylo. And it was, like, something bad. And it was before our kitchen was redone. And all I remember now, I was screaming for Peter. And I was smashing the cat into the cement, like, the ceramic tiles in the kitchen. And I woke up, and I'm like, everything still felt real. Like, I could feel that negative energy. Yeah. (laughs) That was the bad one. The other one that freaked me out was... I had this crush on this guy that I worked with before I went to insecurity <laughs> and we were going to his house for a house party, but I'd never been there. And the night before I had a dream that I was in his room and everything. And then when I walked in the next day, I walked into that room and it was, everything was the same. And I'm like, um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hope the night ends the way it did. <laughs> in the dream. It didn't. <laughs> never does. <laughs> So my sleep paralysis was a little different. I've never had like the old hag thing, but I have had where I'm awake, but I'm laying in bed and I can't move. And I'm looking at my, I guess, spirit at the door was arguing with another spirit and she wouldn't open the door. And I was still in bed watching this and all I could do was move my eyes and I was watching the altercation, and then I just snapped out of it. All of these are also symptoms uh, commonly found in alien abductions, just so that everyone at home is aware and here. Um, apparently, if <sighs> apparently when Add they one more experience to the top. W- when they go to do stuff with to whatever to you. They have an ability to paralyze your body, and the only thing you can do is move your eyes. You're aware of everything. You'll see things. And, yeah, apparently it's quite common in abduction cases. Well, then they weren't abducting me. They were trying to keep me in my room. They didn't want me. Because I was trying to get out. I was trying to kick this. Like, I was watching myself trying to kick this 
person out of my house and they wouldn't let me out of the bedroom. See, this is why I'm starting to think more and more, and I might have mentioned part of it before, um, but like religion mixed with extraterrestrial, even the afterlife and everything else, because now they're saying that aliens are not necessarily coming from other planets, but other dimensions. Well, if we think about it, the afterlife is another dimension. You know, that's the it's 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 a tear in reality, just like where these things are coming from. So who's to say we're not going to finish our life here and then start another one somewhere else, millions of galaxies away. And maybe that civilization has an ability to blip in and out of here, causing things like apparitions, ghosts, moving of objects but you're not completely in the dimension itself you have a slight physical property that lets you manipulate certain things if you concentrate hard and everything starts to tie together like i i, I swear to god i'm going to start writing a book because like the stuff like nancy's brain is boiling you, right you now you break my brain when you talk like this yeah so like <laughs> the similar belief system as you i really believe that we go into another dimension and we have the ability for whatever reason to go back and forth whether it's aliens but i mean and i'm not a bible thumper but even in the bible they talk about aliens why don't we see aliens now because we've been brainwashed into believing it's not real yeah but it's very real or what we're seeing as spirits might be Aliens. Aliens. It might be our, maybe our true spirit, our true spirit is actually aliens and we're only here to learn. Yeah. Yeah. There's more questions than answers and I find oh, the more way I more. read. Way more. Um, the less I know. I always say that. Like I just, I read, I read, I read. I have a really bad ADHD so you know how hard it is to read a book. But I have like 400 books on the go at once and I'm like, I just... There's knowledge. So if you come up with an idea and you only share it with your wife and then all of a sudden, you know, on the other side of the world, you have this other person who starts talking about the same idea. How do you guys get like you, you both transmit the exact same idea, but you've never actually met. It comes from a higher conscience. It comes yeah. from something. Yeah. You know. Well, like even Sarah and I alone. Oh, how can you do this? Yeah, I did that a minute and a half ago. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, but Sarah and I've been with each other almost every day for the past, what, 11 years now? Yeah. So, like, you do become in sync if you're the right type of people. And we're both Aries, so we kind of oh hum God. together. Yeah. My two, boyfriend is an Aries. I wouldn't want to be in a room when you guys Aries. had an argument. Oh. It, I'm a Capricorn. Like, yeah. Does that work? <laughs> I tried the air. The earth of the air does not work well. No. So, you know what? It's it's obviously, I was married, and I had no idea, because I used to drink an awful lot, but my ex-husband was actually an Aries, too, and um, I only found this out when I got a copy of the marriage certificate, because, you know, I wasn't really paying that much attention back in the day, and I'm like, you know what? I can't even believe that I am about to marry another Aries. Like, oh. that's crazy. Like there's, there's, it's like divine intervention. I'm supposed to be with an Aries. Well, it's even funnier because our birthday is on March 29th. He's April 1st. So we're very close oh. as well. So it's like when we do have arguments, they're not as bad as you would expect. <laughs> but my mom's a Pisces. My dad's a Virgo. And they had an Aries and a Taurus. Oh my God. So yeah. you can imagine the battles between my brother and I are yeah. 10 times more brutal than what him and yeah. I ever, ever argue about. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when I was younger, I had a lot of rage. Yeah. And then I'm like, I hate losing my mind and snapping on people that I love. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that part about me. The anger was just too quick. So I'm like, okay, well, what is my problem? And my problem was that I was caring too much about the little stuff mm -hmm. and overloading my brain and dwelling on yeah. stuff that I should be letting go. So pretty much that day, I broke my give it hand. And you know what? It takes a lot of practice. Like my partner is the same. He doesn't, he gets mad, but he gets mad very quickly and then it's gone. Where I'm a Capricorn, so I'm going to be mad at you for a week. 
maybe a month. Maybe I'm never going to speak yeah. to you again. You know, we're, and, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Sarah and I are like. Ma- <laughs> it's like look out. Sarah and I are like mad at each other for like ten minutes. Yeah, and then we're on to something else. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, I, hey, you want to play Mario Kart? Yeah, okay. Yeah. But for me, I, unlike him, I hold grudges. Yeah. I can forgive, but I won't forget. You won't forget. And you realize that I know as well, and that she's not just not mad anymore. Right? Like, she appears to not be mad, but she's still mad. Oh, yeah, I'm usually still mad. <laughs> so, and my two grandkids, one is an Aries and one is a Taurus. Oh. And I mean, when they get into a fight, like, it's an all-out war. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I dated a Taurus, and, like, I'm surprised we didn't pull knives on Your each other. I know. That's why we don't hang out often. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend's a Taurus, and I am from a Taurus family. My dad. See, and I'm usually surrounded by mostly Gemini's. I don't know why. Like, and, and Gemini is a is a good symbol, a good sign for Capricorn. Um, very compatible, but at the same time, I don't know, man. You just never know what the universe is going to hand to you. You can come hang out with us, Aries. We bring the fire. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Me and my partner have a lot of fun. It's always an adventure, except that I'm very logical, and he's like, "Let's do it." And yeah, it's like there has to be a balance there, right? Yeah, there. You need a counterweight. Yeah. Oh my god! I sometimes don't think that man and I are Aries because I mean, yeah, we get fiery and stuff, but we are both very logical. We don't just jump into things. It's like, wow, if I do this, it's probably not going to work out right. So do I want to do this? Like, we think about it. So we're not your typical Aries, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So. But that's life experience. Yeah, life experience definitely does that. So it makes you cautious. Like, I've always been, I've been more cautious since I was 13, probably, than I ever, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, I never thought about anything. Consequences or nothing. Run my mouth. Do whatever I want. Get grounded fifty times a day. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, get my mouth washed out for soap with soap for calling my brother ah, a dork ah, ah. when I said a lot worse. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, we're at fifty-two minutes uh, before editing. Um. We could just sit here and talk all night. Well, if you like, yeah. if you like, we can um, put up uh, some of your socials onto yeah. the mystery map fan page uh if you have any extra footage that you don't mind sharing I'll send you the uh the video of the the phone was the most recent one yeah you, you've got the connection with nancy so yeah. you can send it to nancy nandy nancy can send it to me or sarah or whatever we'll get it up there but yeah uh thank you very much for joining us um it's i actually i actually hope to have you back sometime yes um so yeah uh you guys take her easy and uh Stay tuned for the rest of the all-October Halloween. Have a good night.